Last time on Downton Abbey, the Downton Abbey house was in full effect with a party where Lord Gilliam came to visit and he fancied Mary and they got along. He also had a butler come along who did some bad stuff to Anna. There was also a poker game going on between Robert Crawley, Gregson, and Mr. Green. But Mr. Crawley, he got his money back because Gregson, you know, he's good at poker. And we'll see what happens on the follow-up from that episode and this week's Lords of Grantham podcast. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. And we're back. We're back, yeah. From a week off. Well-deserved. Much-needed week off. Just uh, healing up and just taking it easy after after the race. Just uh, Good. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I forgot to mention this last time, but I wanted to mention my 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 running coach. His name is Charles Crawley. No, really, it's, it's not. He's actually it's Crowley. He, he's not. He's, oh, yeah. oh, that different. So yeah, swap out the A with the O. He's not a Crawley. He's a Crowley. Just, Does fun. he like? The, has he ever listened to the Ozzy Osbourne song, Mister Crowley? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. I <laughs> you should ask him. <laughs> I will. I didn't know that was a song. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our American listeners. Yeah, it's this week. Uh, hopefully, you, maybe you're listening to this on your commute to your family's house, or maybe it's Black Friday and you're uh, in line somewhere or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it's pretty busy wherever you are if you're out in transit right now. So hopefully, we're helping getting you off, getting you. <laughs> hey, hopefully, we're help, helping getting you through the the busy times. And uh, yeah, don't uh, don't do anything too crazy around the holidays. It, it's a wild time out there. As we know from the Downton Abbey household, you know, every Christmas, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and speaking of holidays and Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We posted this on our social media already, but mm-hmm. next week should, if all goes well, in transit and holidays. <laughs> if you survive will, the holidays. It will be our mix Match Challenge number two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we what, talked. There, there's a whole bunch of new characters we can add to the, the, these team-ups that we did last April. Mm-hmm. So for those that may have jumped onto the pod a little late or skipped that episode, because it's not an episodic breakdown, what we're doing is we're picking someone from the downstairs, throwing them with someone with the upstairs, and doing putting them head-to-head. And we debate who would win in the matchup. Mm-hmm. And it's a single elimination tournament. We did eight teams last time. Mm-hmm. So what we are asking, rather what we are offering to our fans, is a beautiful Downton Abbey Christmas ornament. The one of High Clear Castle? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. technically Downton Abbey. In, yes. Yeah, in, yeah. In, in, uh, in kayfabe. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Downton Abbey. So we're get, we are offering you a Downton Abbey Christmas ornament of the Abbey itself. Mm-hmm. And all we're asking of you is to suggest a team. We've already gotten a handful from fans yeah, and yeah. friends. Great response on Instagram from a few people. Yeah. I, the one thing about Instagram, mm-hmm. I feel like the Downton Instagram following... I worry. <laughs> they may not be actual podcast listeners. Yeah. And then there's nothing wrong with being a Downton fan who follows us on Instagram and doesn't listen to the podcast. But I feel like, hey, how, how's this sound? If you're a, da- a, a follower who found us on Instagram, mm-hmm. comment on one of our photos and say, I heard this on the pod. Just say that quote. I heard this on the pod. I just, irrelevant, yeah. <laughs> but we'll know what it means. Yeah, we'll, we will know. Because I feel like there's like, have you seen this thing? on? I know it's on Twitter. It's like Downton mm-hmm. role playing. No. There's accounts that are character-based, and people just tweet as these characters. Wait, is there a Carlisle account? 
I don't know. Should we get into the down role play I game? I think it, it's needed. I think the universe is calling for it. But it's serious. Because like, uh, well, how hard can it be to be Carlisle? You do it for a season, then you're done. No, well, I mean, canonically, he's mm-hmm. not dead. No, he never died. He walked out happily. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I'll look into that. Yeah. But I really don't know the, the I mean, you've work. done this before. You, Everyone remembers the, the PC game from the 90s, Amazon Trail. You were the Inca Panther King at one point. That's on right. Amazon. A good parody <laughs> Twitter, Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. But I ran out of quotes from the, the game. <laughs> well, there's only two quotes that he gives. No, he talks the whole game. For those that have played the Amazon Trail, if you haven't, and you probably haven't because it's such a random game. Mm-hmm. I, I, what I did was I found a playthrough video. Yeah. And this, this, uh, there was these dumb, drunk millennials talking over the Amazon trail. So I was mm-hmm. like, shut up. <laughs> I need to hear what this jaguar is saying. Think of Panther King. And I think, yeah, I think I said it was a, a panther or a jaguar and whatever I said in that Twitter handle, it was not. Yeah. And funny story about that. My brother followed it and thought it was the funniest thing because he played the game with me. Yeah, yeah. But he had no clue it was me running it. Oh, really? And then like a year later, I was like, man, I, I ran out of quotes. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, the Inca King. And he's like, that's you? Yeah. <laughs> well, what better way to like do this? You have a whole bunch of episodes to reference for Carlisle quotes and just uh, talk as him on Twitter. I don't know if they interact. Hey, we'll say, <laughs> you're in- if you're a down role player and you found us through the Twitter machine, <laughs> tweet us. I heard yeah. it on the pod. <laughs> and we'll know. <laughs> no context <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah i'm feeling this so but yeah we will choose someone at random to receive the the ornament yeah and yeah. for those that don't know what this is based upon the wwe does a mixed match challenge which mm-hmm. is a male superstar teamed with a female superstar and the first one was single elimination this one is round robin style yeah so we're not doing round robin because we don't have that time we're, yeah. we're sticking with single elimination mm-hmm. last time and our first one lady sybil and Mr. Bates won Power the couple. Kamal Pamuk Memorial Cup. So maybe this time around it'll be the, the Matthew Crawley Memorial Cup oh, or something. Man. Or, or Lady the, Sybil Memorial like, Cup. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah, may, uh, maybe just the Crawley Cup for those that we've lost. Yeah. Sure. Or yeah. one or the other. I don't know how many more deaths we have coming our way. Uh, I always yeah, forget. I yeah, yeah. And while we're saying this, we've talked about it before, mm-hmm. but we uh, applied for a panel at a video game convention. Oh, yeah. And they are going to let us know their decision in December. And one of the things that we did say in our pitch to them was all of our social media links. And mm-hmm. if you do not follow us on those, if you would just give us a follow, yeah, that'll make them think we're one follower cooler than we were if you weren't following us. Yeah. And then comment, you heard it on the pod. Oh, you heard it on the pod, baby. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all right. Let's get into this week's episode. It's 4.4, baby. Another short one. 44. 48 minutes. Oh, yeah. Just, just right just right just right yeah a uh, lot of just right going on in this episode oh man so this is a rare episode uh it picks up exactly after immediately the, the day after the last episode whereas the day it's like hours yeah whereas the last season like it was just or not last season but like in prior seasons it would take six months between episodes yeah a year yeah it would just fly by but no this is like no we need to follow up on what happened last week last night <laughs> about last night and it's weird because I think the episode opens with Anna mm-hmm. in this beautiful shot of Downton Abbey. Yep, walking which to the Which you manor. can get an uh, ornament of by suggesting a team for the Mixed Mass Challenge. Uh, so it's her walking. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, that's a really good sort of angle they don't take. Yeah, yeah. And I guess in that moment I realized that they are living in their their cabin or their cottage. Mm-hmm. 
but she is very much shell-shocked from the events of last night. Yeah. I feel like this is very, very touchy. Mm-hmm. Because when you want to uh, get across, like, trauma, yeah, I feel like, like a, a time lapse would make it feel more impactful. Yeah. Whereas yeah. this is still more initial shock. Right. She hasn't had time to process any of this. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny. So she's at the manor, and then Bates walks in the room, and he's like, what's wrong? Like, <laughs> pretty quickly. No, it's her husband. He knows. But, but at the same time, it's like, do they not have time to like discuss this at home? at all no because it was last night yeah that's true she probably didn't sleep he probably didn't really realize anything was that off yeah yeah or you know busy night Mm -hmm. but it's funny how he asks immediately he he, you know is something wrong he jumps to the conclusion did i do something wrong and yeah and which is logical yeah but he keeps asking what did i do wrong and it's i hope it wasn't me but if it was me (laughs) tell me what i did yeah 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 it's like don't keep putting the blame on yourself, Bates, man. Like, I mean, it's uh, he's trying to, you know, yeah, he, he's concerned. he's trying to be a good husband, and she is just traumatized from being raped by a real piece of you know what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she walks into, you know, after shoe, shoe shining, uh, <laughs> she literally shoe shining. She walks into the main room, and Thomas is like blimey because he sees like the the, oh, the marks on her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she slipped or something, and, and then Mr. Gilliam's still there. Is the the guy. Um, Mr. Green. Mr. Green. No, it's not Mr. Green. It's Gilliam, right? No, that Gilliam is Lord Gilliam. Yeah. But it's funny. He's like sitting there at the table looking around suspiciously like, oh, no one like suspects a thing. But like you keep giving these side eyes at people is like they'll figure out that there's something up. And then when he goes to leave, you know, Carson says like, you'll be on your way. And he's like, yep, I will be. And Hughes immediately knows this guy did something. Well, Hughes already knows what he did. Anna confided in Hughes. Oh, last week? Last night. Last night? Oh, yeah, because right. Hughes yeah, got yeah. Anna a dress. Yeah, right. Man, it's been a long two weeks since we last recorded. Um, yeah, she knows. She knows he's, he he what he did. She she because she's like she gives him the eyes like this guy. Um. So, anyways, he he leaves, and yeah, Anna is talking to Hughes, and she says she may be pregnant. You know, like if if she's pregnant, she'll kill herself. Oh, boy. Oh, please don't. <laughs> you're the best character on the show. Yeah, you're the nicest person. Um, and But she's in a pickle because she knows if she reports this to the police, Bates will find and kill this man. <laughs> Which he's, I, already, he's already got a record. How many people have that issue where it's just like, oh, my, my husband is so passionate or my girlfriend's so passionate, they're going to go murder the person who did me wrong. Like I, I would love to meet someone who would do that for me. But I'd like to know that they probably wouldn't actually go through with murdering that person. <laughs> like hmm. they'd stop just short of doing that. Well, I mean, in any other world, they'd probably if this was a show, if this was justified, yeah, or a show set in the South, they'd be like, "Do it, kill him." <laughs> Sons of Anarchy, they would f- fill this guy with holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, uh, so Anna wants, uh, and so Anna goes with mm-hmm. Mary to London. Yeah. And Bates is like, okay, this will be good to clear ahead. Mm-hmm. And Hughes makes a comment like, oh, you'll, you'll don't think about it for a day. And she's like, I can't not think about it because it's a yeah. serious thing that happens to her. Yeah. And so she gets back. Yeah. And we'll talk about what happened in London otherwise. But she gets back and Bates is like, kiss me, please. Yeah, yeah. kiss me. <laughs> and and she's, she's like, like, no, I'm not feeling don't it Don't right bully now. me. <laughs> and he's like, what have I done? 
wrong. And then he's like, he barely borderline threats. I will find out. <laughs> like, all right. Well, he's going to murder someone. Remember what he did in jail? He got out. He learned a few things. Yeah. Um, and, but like, so we find out Lord Gilliam came back and we'll get to that later. But Anna's like immediately concerned that the helper came with him and thank God he didn't. Nope. Um, they're really riding a line with Lord Gilliam mm-hmm. because this guy is such a piece of trash. Not doing any favors by having this guy have a total scumbag as his well, butler. He, he, he references, too, like, I'm not a fan of that guy. Mm-hmm. He, he says that to Mary. Like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we know he's not totally in on this helper. Um, so anyways, Anna moves to ask to move back into the house. Quick decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, she suggests that, like, you know, we, we live together and we work together. That That's a lot. And Bates is just justifiably very confused yeah yeah yeah. and i feel very bad for him Mm -hmm. but anna has been severely traumatized yeah and that's kind of it for her this episode unfortunately Uh, she she does have a a point though sometimes you know seeing someone at work and then at home that's a lot lot to see a person that's not why she's doing no i know i know (laughs) but it's yeah you know it's not untrue uh i do like uh grantham's uh advice uh to um debates though there's no, no no such thing as a marriage between two intelligent people that must sometimes uh, must sometimes be negotiated on thin ice like he's saying like you know i've been through it you'll get through this Bates. and then he like kind of gasps at himself like wow i'm really talking like a man to you or whatever yeah <laughs> uh really really a nice exchange between those those two gentlemen but uh hopefully things get better for anna and i don't hope Bates murders that guy but i hope he Makes him hurt. Punches him in the face. He throws him up against the wall. Shifts, shifts him. Yeah, maybe shifts him a few times, but just leaves him alive. We calls in a favor with uh with uh, uh his two prison buddies to go take care of him. <laughs> I don't think Craig and Duran are his friends. <laughs> what yeah. no that one guy that helped him get Craig that one oh, time? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that guy's name. He put something in a bag. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So anyway, so Tony Gilliam. He as we mentioned, he was at the house. Hmm. Uh. He, he's still getting along with Mary. Very much. Too yeah. too much, too fast. Too fast, too furious, you'd say? Not furious, because <laughs> it seems very uh, agreeable. Yeah. Mo- he seems like a good guy who is just, you know, in this time, mm-hmm. we're expected, expected to believe that everyone is very virtuous. Yeah. And this guy sees somebody that he gets along with. Yeah. I know we'll talk about virtues in this episode later. Yeah, yeah. But... He's like, dude, I just want to get on with my life. Yeah. I want to get some. Well, he, I want to get married. Well, the thing is, though, he's he's got to understand, Mary's still a widow just getting over her husband's Yeah, six death. months. And, like, just because you show up a few times for the first time in, like, years. Once. Not a few times. One time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work They like see that. each other three times in three days. Yeah. Uh, and he proposes on the, the second or third day. Uh, yeah, like the third day or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's, you see, he proposes. But he tells her alert. he's already almost engaged to someone. Yeah, who is apparently some sort of uh, someone that they know. Mary knows the name of when they bring it up. Margot or something. I forgot. Yeah, it. yeah, Again, yeah. An unimportant name. But it seems like they've been dating for six or seven years. So I guess that explains why they're almost engaged. There's just been <laughs> a lot of just even in Hong. It's Mabel, right? Mabel's the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mabel, King Mabel. Yeah, yes, we all know King Mabel. Uh, that's a res- wrestling reference. For people who don't know. Uh, but Mary even says, Tony, you barely know me. <laughs> and he says, I've known you your whole life. And yeah. She's like, yeah, not really, weirdo. Yeah, you bullied them as kids, and then you showed back up, and you're like, oh, hey, mama. That's what happened. And, and, 
Yeah, he showed up <laughs> panting like a dog, and then he followed her to London too. Yeah. Well, that was um, that was Cora. Cora's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he showed up there. Either way, meddling Cora. Don't know why you're doing that. Didn't do much this episode, but oh. invited Tony Gillingham. To Robert's dinner. a fan though. Robert likes him, or I think he more so he likes the idea of Mary moving on. Um, but it's funny. So it's weird. It's been six months. Yeah, and also the other thing that was weird is like Gilliam says, like just kiss me, you know, once or whatever, and you know they they have a kiss, and then Mary walks him back in the house, and they're like, "Where's Gilliam?" And she's like, "Oh, he had to catch a nine o'clock train." So you're telling me this guy took her aside at seven a.m. and he's like, "I need to kiss to remember you by." So this is all happening before eight a.m. This guy's like, <laughs> "I want to propose, get a kiss, and bye." You don't do it at eight anymore. Let her get her some coffee. Let her have her and she, brain rolling. <laughs> Mary's face is the most like WTF face. She's like, huh? Yeah. You don't know me, Tony. No. Tony. I, that's such a good name because when I think Tony, it's Tony. Come on, Tony. Like, I, What is that? What Tony is that? Uh, what is it? The Vice City? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that's what the, the, the Grand Theft Auto video game. There's so much of the characters saying, Tony, come on, Tony. Anyways, Tony. It's not happening. And Mary says she may have regret her decision to turn him down because she turns him down. Yeah. And on the subject of... Uh, Do you think she should regret it, though? No. I don't think yeah. she should be with this dude. If a guy's asking to snog you before 8 a.m., you're going up the wrong tree there. And and we we were all in on Galing him last episode saying, like, this guy, it seems like this yeah. could blossom, but they that is too fast. Yeah. It's like, okay, he learned from one relationship for three years. It's too long to be in an engagement. Three days... Too fast. You got to go somewhere in the middle. Like a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a week. Yeah. And on the subject of uh, Gillingham, mm-hmm. Isabel, her sort of story this episode is that she's still recovering from the loss of her son. Yeah. She's, and she's totally... com- coming to terms with Mary having a potential relationship or having someone fancy Mary. She is totally Jay of Mary. Mm-hmm. Totally Jay. Uh, it's so funny. Jealous. Sorry. I just like to say that. Okay. But uh, it's so funny. they show Isabel striding through the graveyard and just happens to bump into Clarkson in the graveyard as he <laughs> tips his hat. It's like, what is this a shortcut that runs through the graveyard that makes people pass through it? Like, who does not, who laid out the town? There was like, yeah, cut through the graveyard. It'll get there faster. Just the easiest way to get people from the hospital to their final rest. I mean, place. they show a scene later in the episode where it's Violet and Isabel trolling through the, the graveyard. And I don't know if she's maybe visiting Matthew's grave there. That's not referenced at all. But it's just like, why are they strolling through the graveyard so often? It's a hubbub well, of the town. Violet has a, you know, Violet's of the older generation with not much to do. She probably goes to see her dead husband if yeah. he's buried there and old family members. I just don't hang out much in graveyards, I guess. I no, know. no. I mean, that's good for you that you don't have a reason to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, different times. Yeah. But uh, Clarkson suggests Isabel get back to working to try and, like, you know, move on. And we th- and we kind of uh, approached that with her helping Charlie earlier in the season. Uh, hopefully Isabel can get back to normal soon enough. Yeah, she's getting there. We're seeing the upside. Yeah, yeah. But back to the whole marriage angle. Because uh, there's a big... Uh, this is a big episode for for marriage proposals. For a lot of more, things. Yeah. This is a big episode for banging and hooking up. Expand. Please please expand. Where do we begin? <laughs> we already talked about the rape, which is a uh, that non-consensual yeah, awful. Act, sex act. Totally awful. Uh the snogging in the morning. The snog, yep. Yep. And oh. then uh our our friend the king of the poker game Gregson is off to Munich to become a citizen. Yeah. So he has Edith over 
Mm-hmm. And it's about time for them to leave. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why don't you stay? I yeah. want you to stay. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, and she stays. She does. And she looks really good in that gold dress. With the gold she's arm been, b- she's been the MVP of the season. She's vibrant. There's a there's an Instagram account that I follow. I think it's the Lady Edith, um, something Lady Edith titled, but they keep comparing what she wears on the show versus like actual fashion back then. It's like, yeah, she really is like dressing up in these, these show, like, episodes I guess now. When you think about Edith, how old is she supposed to be in the beginning of the show? Like 17 or 16 or something? Yeah, yeah. Now she's like uh, in her twenties. T- yeah, yeah. She's an, a woman she's now, so it totally it. makes sense that she's sort of coming into her own. Yeah. Um, although, and on that subject, owning her bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad decisions. Owning her decisions. Yeah. Uh, so, well, it's funny because like they ask like, "Where is Edith?" and Robert's like, "I don't know." And Mary's like, "Oh, Edith is as mysterious as a bucket <laughs> because <laughs> she's, she's with Gregson." Yeah, obviously. Um, but it, yeah, Gregson makes his move. He makes her sign a thing to let her handle his affairs while he's off in Munich writing a book or whatever. Becoming a citizen. And then a clarinet plays again. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know what happens when a clarinet plays in Downton Abbey? Some Kenny G music and then, yeah. And then it shows Edith like, like secretly running up the stairs. Oh yeah, yeah. Smash cut to the next scene. Yeah, yeah. With uh, the maid like <laughs> staring at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Rasman confronts her and says, "You know, you're an adult who can make your own decisions. Just don't be foolish." Yeah, and Edith's like, "Why would you think that?" Oh, I don't know, Sir Anthony Brand. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, burn. Oh, yeah, no, no, she's she's like, I love him. And she's like, did you love Sir Anthony Stradlin? Yeah, yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> the crowd went wild. <laughs> what? Ro- Rosman has some good uh, snipes. She's like a she's a she's a Dowager's daughter for sure. She's an underrated player in this show, I think. Yeah, that's actually true. I never even made that connection. Like that, that explains like why she has some barbs. Like she's a cut off the little block. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the whole. Uh, yeah, so that's it for Edith this episode. She, yeah. she she gets it done. She gets it done. Yeah. You know who else is trying to get it done? Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And who keeps getting in the way? Alfred and Alfred and, Alfred I, and Daisy. Mostly just yeah. Alfred. Yeah, yeah. Because so I I can't figure out his motivations, Jimmy. So he's been playing. Yeah, this is so weird. <laughs> yeah, he's been playing Ivy for like the past year. Like, will he? Will they? Won't they? And then this episode, he decides to finally like you know go all in and like you know kiss her and stuff, take her to a side room and make out with her. Um, she seems yeah. fine with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Alfred still thinks that she he's only doing it for sport yeah he's so jealous he's like i should report you if you if i see you close and it's like god man come on like they're just she don't like you mm-hmm. um so anyways daisy sees them go to a side room and uh alfred Al- alfred asks where they are because he wants to report like a job listing to her uh to oh Ivy. yeah because there's a there's a, a culinary course or something that he could take that was yeah. free yeah yeah and he's so excited about it he wants to tell ivy a girl he has a crush on because she needs to learn how to bake. daisy Old jealous Daisy mm-hmm. says, "Oh, they're in the boot room." Yeah. Oh, and are they booting? Uh, and Jimmy's like, blah, blah, blah. "They're they're kissing." I laughed out loud because like Jimmy sees him kiss, he turns and then he just like shuffles up the staircase, like he just goes like a go go racer <laughs> up the stairs. It's so funny the way he just like gets himself out of there. Um, Daisy has a good line saying, "Ivy moves fast for a beginner, don't she?" Oh, says Daisy, who was he- married for a, an hour and then her husband died. What does that mean? Like she she's moved- a beginner too. Yeah, I mean, she, she was also forced into that whole thing. That was yeah, but whole- she's a be- even more so. She's a beginner. Yeah, I mean, it's not like she's 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's comparable. Um, but anyways, though, Pat Moore tells Daisy at the end of the episode, you need to move on. You, you gotta stop pining for this, like, Alfred guy or whatever. It's like, we all know his aunt is miserable. She walked out of here. What's he gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I on to the next one, Daisy. Yeah. I posted this on the Instagram, but, like, um, there's that Ariana Grande single, Thank You Next, with the lines, one taught me love, one taught me uh, patience, one taught me pain. And it falls so easily for Daisy. And so I posted this, one taught me love, it's Pat Moore. Mm-hmm. One taught me patience, it's Alfred, because it ain't going to happen. And one taught me pain, William. Ah. Thank you, next, Daisy. She'll find she'll find the next one. On to the next one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it all comes back around. I'm telling you. Da- Daisy, she, she'll get her love. Eventually. I mean, how old is she? She's been working at Downton since she was like 12. Oh, she, for all we know, she could be like 21. That's true. Yeah, that's a long road there. Um, so okay, let's get to the the juiciest storyline. I think we I think there's a story that we should just discuss first. The 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 main event is the main event. Okay, I think we should talk about cousin Rose first. Oh yeah, it's like one scene that's like. But it, oh. it is a it is a scene that got me really mad. Oh, explain. They go to mm-hmm. London to be with uh, Aunt Rosamond mm-hmm. and uh, Bullock. The guy who had was putting the moves on Rose the previous night yeah. invites them all to his club. Mm-hmm. And they go. And he is drunk. Immediately. He's already drunk. Yeah. They say he'd been playing cards, drinking whiskey with his friends before they even got the call. So they are dancing. And he's a drunk fool, making a fool of himself. And he goes to puke. Mm-hmm. And who saves the day? But the very first black person on Downton Abbey, <laughs> the singer of the band, Jack Ross. Yeah. He comes out and he sort of glides and he helps Cousin Rose. He's mm-hmm. like, all right, here we go. Let's just, you know, everything okay? Yeah. And then everyone, every single mm-hmm. good character from Downton Abbey that we're supposed to like mm-hmm. comes up and they say, it's time for us to go. Yeah. And Aunt Rosamond is like, you were dancing with a black man. Yeah. You know, it's funny because they pick and choose like when to be progressive. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone's cool with Barrow being, you know, everyone's accepting of Barrow mm-hmm. in a way that that's like don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. Yeah. They all know it, but they're okay not talking about it. Yeah. This is like this Jack Ross, nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Saves her from embarrassing herself only mm-hmm. to just get thrown under by like all of her family. Is it who yeah. who's there for Mary is there, right? Yeah. She's yeah. like Gillingham is there. It's like Let's go. You can't be seen doing what you just did. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. 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 And do wait, do they cite? Because the other thing, too, is like, not just like he's black, but definitely that's the biggest factor. But also, like, he's a band guy. He's not like of some like royalty or whatever. Mm-hmm. So to see someone mixing with that, like, that's also another part of the shame. Uh, but he's supposed to be a big deal yeah. musician. Or not necessarily a big deal, but like the new hot thing. Yeah. 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 It's not progressive at all. No. Uh, yeah, it's so. It, it, I mean, like, Julian Fellows. Branson I, is like, let's get out of here. This is, Branson. This is two for two for Julian Fellows between what he did to end of the last episode and then and what this, he did this. to the black people as a race. Yeah, no, I think he's a little short sighted sometimes when he comes to like. Yeah, he needs a writer's room. He needs two other people to be like Julian. Step back. Or if you want to do this plot, maybe don't make the young people there that you're mm-hmm. the the protagonist of the whole show. Yeah, say like. Don't dance with a black guy. Yeah, yeah. It's very problematic. It, yeah, no. You I, can't pick and choose. You know, like it's not. It's not fair to me. It gets me. Yeah. It got me real fired up. No, that 
that definitely does too. Well, the, the you only caught me off guard here because I the thing I thought you would take issue with is because you're you're in a band, you you play shows. Mm-hmm. So this Jack Ross guy, he's singing and doing his thing up there. As soon as this drunk buffoon walks off, he gets off the stage and starts dancing with her, and the band keeps playing. So he just stops singing. How would that if you as a live performer, if you were to just get off the stage and stop playing the bass, how would people react? I mean, it would just be a piece of the puzzle's missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just strange how the people just like don't even make a notice that he's like done singing, and then when they tell him to go back, he goes back on stage, and then luckily he's able to sing a tune that involves the word rose in it. Ah, I mean, good thing they're playing the song where you can just you know sing about rose or whatever, because mm-hmm. you know, imagine because <laughs> Dave, I mean, you're in a, a heavy metal like yeah, hard rock, rock band, hard rock band. If you were to go back on stage about like okay, so you just see, you see your girl in the crowd. You know, you put the bass down, you go say, hey, how's it going? And then you go back on stage, and then they start playing, try, try and, you know, make the song around the girl you were just talking to. It wouldn't mm-hmm. work. Like, you know, talk, say you were talking to Rose, like, Rose had so many things she needed to hide, like oh, a, okay. a needle or <laughs> yeah, a pocket you know, knife. Corey's pulling out references of my band songs. The actual lyrics from your band song. Yeah. They, but that wouldn't play as well when, when singing about Rose, about needles and pocket knives. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um Good thing he was singing the right song where he could just make it sound pretty. Here. Yeah, Rose is also a very agreeable uh, <laughs> rhyming thing. Yeah. Also, this Jack Ross guy, mm-hmm. the way he's singing, he's got like a little like, like, oh, my baby. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. All right. Yeah. And you know what's the funny thing, too, is uh, I watched some of the the preseason stuff on Amazon. Uh, they have like, what's going to happen this season on, on Down Abbey? And they, they highlight this scene. They show like, oh, yeah, this is progressive. We're, we're showing like, you know, black people in this era and stuff like that. But this isn't how you do it. This nope. is not how you approach it nope. at all. Nope, nope, nope. Julian, go to school or something, man. You played yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's never leaving school, right? <laughs> right. Some boys never leave school. Um, this, Yeah. I, I don't even remember if this guy comes back. Hopefully the show can course I think correct he, from this. I think he does. I, hope. I think he becomes a bit of a player. And he better <laughs> yeah yeah they need to course correct but let's get to the main event please do we want to talk about mr carson very briefly first oh damn it yeah you're right yeah. on the subject of love and uh relationships mm-hmm. mrs hughes gives him a framed picture of alice yeah 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 because he still hasn't moved on <laughs> well she says she wants something on his desk that makes people know he had a heart yeah it's almost like a rehash. Like this almost feels like a, a wrestling thing, where it's just like, in case you f- forgot last week's storyline, let's re- replay it again. Where he's like, "You may not believe this, but as a young man, I had a heart." And it's like, "Yeah, you said this two two weeks ago." Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> he wanted to marry her so much he could taste it. What would it taste like, marriage? I don't know. I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Hey, if you're married. Let us know what it tastes like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, anyways. We're real off the rails this week. Yeah, man. It's been a long two weeks. Um, we're ready for Thanksgiving. That's what it is, man. Can't, can't. Yeah. Give, give me some tryptophan to calm me down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he, know, he knows that the frame looks expensive, so he was really went out for him. Uh, so, anyways, now I think we've we've cleared out most of everything else, right? That that's. <laughs> I feel like we're just finding more things to talk. About. <laughs> well, there was the other thing too in this episode with uh, Carson, where um, what is it? Uh, Lord Grantham suggests like, oh, if only we could get servants paid for free or whatever, but the King George won't allow it. And then you see like Carson's chafed by that remark, <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> I don't do this for free. There's uh, also uh, in regards to the photo. Mm-hmm. 
they uh, they show the picture and, and he's like, isn't she just so beautiful? And they show the picture and she's just like, just looking. She's just, I guess she's a good fit for Carson. Yeah, she's yeah. a good fit for a circus performer, a, a vaudevillian performer down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's like, all right, Carson, go brag. You know, you have your moment. But you got Hughes right in front of you, Carson. Come on, man. Yeah. She's, a, she's a total winner. Um, okay, the main event. Here we go, baby. <laughs> and uh, Breathway. Did we miss something last week? I, that's what I was saying, too. Did I, I, don't, I don't think we did. She gave him a drink. Yeah. Uh, Branson. Yeah. And that's how it ended, right? Well, he had a, a talk with her uh, before they went to bed where he was like, confiding in her how he felt so out of place and everything and, and that was it though and that was after he was like really drunk because remember he was in that room with grantham and they were really drunk and he talked and then, to her. and then braithwaite well, gives she, him the full glass of whiskey and he it, chugs it yeah and then she gives the batman forever smile at the camera where she walks off into the shadow smiles <laughs> and then leaves uh but that's it i don't think they kissed or anything i meant to go rewatch it and then i just yeah you know ran out of time but anyways, he wakes up and he apologizes for whatever happened the night before. Yeah, and it's like a little unclear, but nope. Yeah, she stretches like a little thing into a big deal where she, because she clues in like, oh, he doesn't remember anything that happened last night. I don't think that's what he, I think that something happened. How? When? What? Where do? Where? After the, after it went off the air. <laughs> you, he did not hook up with her. You think Branson hooked up with her? I think Branson hooked up with her. How? Where? I don't think he's blackout drunk. They didn't imply he was blackout drunk. They he was drinking, brother. He was drunk, but he stopped. <laughs> I'm I don't think the implication is he blacked out and she's playing on I think they had sex. I don't think that happened at all. I don't think he even like got even close to her face. I think they just talked and he couldn't remember. No, I think they had sex after. All right, to each their own. We need to just rewatch this and answer this. <laughs> I mean, if, if they don't make it clear in the last episode, mm-hmm. I think it's implied that like something happens after. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. I mean, especially like Branson. I mean, what is he? he well, I guess he does wake up the next day and he's not that drunk because he's like he's like there to show off the people. And then the, uh, the Duchess tells him like, you know, you'll be okay or whatever. Yeah, the Duchess has a really good line about how it's not necessarily that he's awkward. It's that he's mm-hmm. still getting over Sybil. Yeah. Which is, like, awesome. That mm-hmm. some, you know, the hoity-toity, you know, red shirt rich person that they could just make a terrible monster person yeah. gives great advice. But then the characters we all love are awful racists. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Um, so, anyways... Yeah, he says, if I made a mistake, I'm sorry. And she, she's like, you can't treat me like this. What if I'm pregnant? Yeah, what if I'm pregnant? As you threaten anyone, you know, like, you know I may be pregnant. Like, <laughs> and she, I'm going to make make sure you're my husband if if I have a baby. Well, you and we're going to be, well, you're going to welcome me into this life. And then the worst is that uh, Branson's like, what's the matter? You won't know for weeks, which is the wrong response <laughs> to give. Don't say that. Because <laughs> uh, what if she is pregnant? Um but then she even she comes back with her own like retort of like if you're good enough for Lady Sybil Crawley, I'm good enough for you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and, but she's a heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so, anyways, she wants to marry him. Yeah, that's all. I mean, that, that's fair. If you're if you're pregnant and you're not married, you're a disgrace. You're Ethel level. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he like. He says, I'm full of regrets. There's nothing but regret in me. Yeah. Which is, I don't think he's, he just got blackout drunk and 
is so worried because this woman said this. I think he did it. I don't think so. You ever just get blackout drunk and you have a hard time remembering last night and you're just full of regrets? Like, I shouldn't have got so drunk. I probably said the wrong thing. There's a huge difference between saying the wrong thing. He didn't do anything. I promise. I don't believe Branson's that kind of guy. I think he, I think. I think it I, happened. Because if, if that happened with Branson, if that changes my perception of the character, I think. For me, at least. like You just said if you get drunk, you question things. Well, yeah. Like, things I said. What? So you just, all right. Whatever. Yeah, I'm full of regrets about things I said. But, I mean... I don't know. I don't know. We need to rewatch this. <laughs> uh, it's funny. There's some weird interlude scene where like Cora is in the or Edna's in the room with Cora and Grantham, and they ask her like, "When do you want to be part of the family?" Oh, I'd be an honor. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh Um. So, anyways, Branson or Thomas like catches up on this because he sees that Edna's talking to to Branson like one on one, and like he's kind of poking his head in the doorway, then like goes away and isn't she like why don't you you got to make sure you stay on my good side things are about to change for me yeah you want to ride my coattails what's he say you were down in the mouth talking to branson the other day i don't even know what that means down in the mouth like talking in hushed tones yeah i don't know uh, that's a that's a nice turn of phrase uh so anyways though Bran- uh, branson can he he needs help from hughes he's like this whole thing did not work out when we told, told her we can give her the job like well he goes uh <laughs> he, he's in london too yeah and then Mary says, "Like you look like you've been in a glump all day." Oh, it's so funny when they get back from London. Anna and Branson just stalk out of the car like so fast because they're both so <laughs> like, miserable. Like George Michael walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just having bad days. Um, but anyways, Hughes, she knows what's up. She she knows this girl's got to be lying. Yeah, yeah. You know, just her instinct. So they confront Edna. Well, it's funny because before yeah. to go back a little bit, yeah, Branson Mary's like something's wrong. Why don't you tell me? And Branson's like, it's something that I can't tell anybody. It's something that you would hate me for. And Mary says, I've done something like that once, and it was pretty rough. Yeah, but then it got better. And you're thinking Branson might be like, well, and I was like, all right, say it out loud. Say the words. I want to hear you say the words. And he's like, I can't say it to you. It's like, oh, wait, what no. words did you want to say? I thought he had that he banged Edna because he didn't. <laughs> Well, he thinks he did in his head. I, well, I mean, he, did, he doesn't doubt that he he. There's no moment where he's like, "Oh boy, I don't know what I did." He's he fully accepts responsibility. Not mm. he's questioning it, but yeah. he's not saying I didn't do it. Yeah, he's not Stephen like Avery. our pal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> didn't do it. Bonus episodes on making a murder, maybe if anyone pays on this Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. <laughs> uh, Patreon, baby. Pay us, please. Maybe. No, don't have to. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so they confront her, and Hughes pulls out a marriage book that apparently Edna's been reading through. Yeah, what? <laughs> How to marry people. Uh, I think this is like a famous book. I-, I-, I vaguely feel like I've heard of where it's like, you know, how to like a marriage plot, like how to how to seduce and win over someone to get to marry them. Um, and one of them is to get pregnant. That's a that's a that's one way to do it. And uh Hughes tells her, like, I'll get a doctor to tear the clothes off you and then find out if you're pregnant or not. <laughs> Even if you weren't pregnant from him, you would have found somebody to get you pregnant. <laughs> Gosh. Hughes. This is what a t- I mean, not necessarily a turn for this character. Yeah. But we're led to believe that Edna's not. Yep. We-, we are led to believe that Edna is sort of well intentioned as far as grounding Branson mm-hmm. when we first meet her. Yeah. But she's just gone off the rails. Oh yeah, she she she's crazy. Uh, <laughs> like you don't go around claiming pregnancy just to get married. That that just that ain't right. 
Um, and the thing is, like, yeah, they, they, if you got married, yeah, of course you would have got pregnant. <laughs> so how it goes. Um, you think if, even if she got Branson, you want to even go near her? Probably not. <laughs> well, he seemed really sort of like eh about her, but always okay being around her. Yeah, but the way like she was threatening him and stuff, he was not happy. Yeah, not at all. Uh, so, anyways, she's gonna leave. She's because like he says, you won't get a reference. The the biggest uh, weight you can like throw at someone is like you won't get a reference. Like bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Thomas is like, I thought we were all dancing to your tune. <laughs> and she's like, I love it because she tells him off like you're a manipulative little sly piece of trash. <laughs> and he was like. Um, a manipulative little witch whose schemes have come to nothing. That's what he calls her. Yeah, yeah. And he calls she calls him a sly little guy, sly and gilly mm-hmm. and smug. Yep. And he calls her manipulative. You wonder why witch. people dislike you. Is what she says. Yeah. And then smash cut to the next scene with Robert saying, "Are we living under a curse in this house where the servants keep leaving? <laughs> da- doomed to lose our ladies' maids at regular intervals." Yeah. <laughs> is that just how they talk? <laughs> yeah. But I also like how like Julian Phillips feels like he has to acknowledge like the high turnover rate in this house of employees. It's like, a defense against the dark arts teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's coming next? Yeah. So uh, Branson at the end of the episode says, "I'm off the hook." <laughs> I was okay. I, I, I didn't do it. He clicks his heels and that's it. <laughs> that's the end of Edna. He seems like overjoyed. <laughs> yeah, as he should be. I mean, he already has one kid. Another, yeah. another one from some lady he just met. Nope, nope. Anyways, oh yeah, and they say like, oh yeah, Thomas suggests getting a replacement. We don't know who this woman is that he suggests, but getting an older replacement. Uh oh. But Branson says that would be a relief. That would be, <laughs> like, it's like Bill Clinton's like, yeah, that'd be a great idea. Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> you please get an old intern well, in here. <laughs> get a forty-five-year-old intern. I love that. Love nothing more than that. <laughs> oh, Bill. Uh, so was this a good episode? This is a good episode. This is a. This is a very forward episode. A lot happens. It, it almost feels like a part two, because last week we said that was a bad episode. This feels like the second half of that, and where all the good stuff came, where like everything really just... There was a lot of follow-up that was just fun and just saucy and also bad. Just a lot of good stuff. A lot of, yeah. It's a lot a of good Downton. soap opera. A lot of yeah. peak Downton. To- totally. This is Down Abbey in full effect, if you ask me. This yeah. episode is definitely that. Uh, any any notable quotes from this episode? Uh, yeah. Um... Let me take a look through my book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daisy describes one more moment of sadness, and I'll be sad for the rest of my days uh, if she got that from Alfred. Okay, Daisy, move on. Barrow says in the beginning when everyone's sort of recovering that awkward breakfast, he says, what's the matter with everyone this merry morn? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's real chipper. Yeah, and Carson's just like, oh, you know, it's always weird to be that merry in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Something's funny with him. It's yeah. the devil. Yeah. Um... Gillingham says to Mary about the proposal when she says she's still got the, the the Mary has this really good like repeated line where she says her head is still filled with Matthew. Mm-hmm. That was and, the first time also like we heard Matthew all episode like they're getting away from having to mention his name every episode. Mm-hmm. And Gillingham says he's dead, I'm alive. <laughs> if there's a way to win someone over, that that gets you bonus points for sure. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Isabel, in, uh, the Violet, says in regards to Isabel's like making the mend and making peace with Gilliam, mm-hmm. she says, uh, there are some moments where her virtue demands admiration. And I mm-hmm. agree. Yeah. Because we're hard on Isabel because she's very self-righteous. But mm-hmm. that's, uh, you know, every now and again, you got to tip your hat. Yeah. 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 That's N- totally true. And I have one more from 
Well, there's a Carson says a business of the business of life is acquisition of memories. In the end, that's all there is. It's kind of bleak. <laughs> and well, I have two more actually. Uh, Bates Bates says whatever is going on with Anna has to be his fault because Anna is incapable of fault. I mean, he's not wrong, but yeah. uh yeah. And to bring it back around to last episode, there's a part where Mary says to Gilliam that everyone in Downton is stuck in school, yeah. which was the exact same analogy that Branson made about Mary's kind of people. <laughs> you just sometimes never get out of school. Yeah. Uh, a lot, I had to rewind a lot this episode. There was a lot of like good quotes and mm-hmm. stuff going on. Um, let, let's, uh, let's break into the power rankings. Who do you got on the bottom? Number three is Bates. Me too. I agree. He thinks he did something wrong. It's just kind of similar to to Branson. He thinks he did something wrong too, but Bates is more like I had to have done something wrong. Yeah, she's incapable of fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number two, Edna. Edna, same. She lost her job. Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> and she failed marriage plot. She yeah yeah. She her true character was revealed. Yeah, and number one, Anna. She's still yeah, on the recovery. Yeah, I mean, it kind of wrote itself. Yeah, she, she's not doing well. Yeah. How about you? Uh, well, who's up? Who's up for you? Number three. Number three is Branson. Yeah, he dodged a bullet. Yeah, he no. click his feet. Yeah, it, it's and important. he's a racist. <laughs> That's ironic. True. He can't be a racist because he's Everyone's Irish. Racist to him. Yeah, yeah, but he gets it. He gets it. Yeah, he wins. Yeah, uh, number three. I have Edith. Okay, Edith is my number two. Oh, well, Branson's my number two. Okay, <laughs> easy <laughs> yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very agreeable. Yeah. Keeping it. Well, who's number one then? Uh. Wait, well, why? Why is Edith so high for you? Because they got you know, it. You know, she, she, oh, we do know. We do. Number one, I have Hughes. Me too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> really? Because Hughes is really instrumental this week in a lot of ways. She gets Branson in the clear. She gets that nice frame for uh, for Carson. She's also there for Anna to like give some support and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's very much making She's vital. Yeah, she is throwing like some hail marys and the passes are being caught. She is incredibly important this week. To the upstairs and the downstairs. Yeah, for sure. Well, if you're thinking about a really good team mm-hmm. for your uh, Downton Abbey Mixed Match Challenge suggestion. Hughes is a good one to put on there. Hughes. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps up. There's a, we, there, we said a lot this week. We got to think about things. <laughs> we got to review the episode before this one and see what happened with Branson. Yeah. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to all. We're kicking off the holiday season. Yeah. And you know what's coming up in a month? What's that? Our one-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. What are we going to do? Something big. Okay. Something big is coming for our one-year anniversary. We got to figure it out. You got any ideas? Is there anything you guys want? Has anybody been riding with us since day one? People want to see us drink that wine. I know they want us to Ooh, that's a good idea. Ring in the new year with some Downton Abbey wine. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get that one up because our, uh, our convention that we are going to to hopefully have our panel. Mm-hmm. Is like right after New Year, so maybe we'll try to drop that Around. a little early, a little premature. Bring in the New Year. Yeah. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your turkey if you're not from America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> try to get some of that Thanksgiving dinner. Eat well this week. Eat, mm-hmm. eat some good pie. When I was in London, I had a, a mince meat pie that was amazing. So mince meat pie if you can't have turkey. Yeah, pie. It's that time of year for pie. So follow us on the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Patreon, Patreon. Please, if you, if you I heard feel, it on the pod, it, and you heard it on the pod, you know how to find us. Adios. Bye.